Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. How different the world can look in just one week. A big new job for Tom. We got our new station wagon. Well, we wanted something more than just a wagon. Frankly, we wanted luxury. And that's what we got with this new ambassador. Luxury. Cut pile carpeting way up to the back door. Coil spring seats front and rear. Tom said the only other car with him is Cadillac. Maybe we'll have our Cadillac someday. Until then, this ambassador is perfect. Who said you have to wait for luxury? The time for luxury is while you're still young enough to enjoy it. Ambassador 990 Wagon, built with your safety in mind. Every minute of every working day, two more families make their choice a new American Motors car. Because quality is built in, not added on. If only that was true in Kenosha. <laughs> American Motors Corporation, that's 1967. And they're talking about a station wagon, their full-size ambassador station wagon. And they had the audacity to compare it to a Cadillac? Oh, my. <laughs> but as they say during that year, if you were going up the nation against the nation's three largest automakers, what would you do? And I love that tagline. Meanwhile, the Panama Canal. It's a major east-west man-made waterway located in the Isthmus of Panama, and it's in trouble. This water highway for ocean-bound freight is the main thoroughfare between the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. And the canal is going through its driest spell in more than 100 years. This is topic A. And yes, it has the ability to screw up the global supply chain again. Before I get into that, let's talk a little history lesson. We're going to help you brush up on your history in case you like the Panama Canal. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Um... It is in the, the Isthmus of Panama, which is a land link extending east-west about 400 miles from the border of Costa Rica to the border of Colombia. It connects North America and South America and separates the Caribbean Sea, Atlantic Ocean, from the Gulf of Panama and the Pacific Ocean. The narrowest part of Americas is about 30 to 120 miles, and it embraces the Republic of Panama. And its narrowest section is the portion of the Isthmus that runs between the mouth of the Niagala River, which flows into the Gulf of San Blas on the Caribbean shore, and the mouth of the Chepo River on the Pacific coast, along with the portion of the Isthmus traversed by the Panama Canal. The terrain alternates between mountains, tropical rainforests, and coastal plains. We built, America built, the Panama Canal, starting, they, well, we tried to start in 1903, but we got serious about 1916. Well, I'm sorry, 1916, it was opened. It Construction was between 1904 and 1914. Prior to the building of the Panama Canal, if you wanted to move freight from the East Coast to the West Coast via ship, you had to go all the way down the bottom of South America and come around what they call Cape Horn. And back in the day when settlers were making their way to California and didn't want to go across land, which took even longer, if you can believe it, it took five months. Even now, if they were, if an ocean liner was going to, or a container ship couldn't get through the Panama Canal, it would add five days to travel. 
as they say, time is money. So here's the thing. When they were looking at building the Panama Canal, they were looking at two different ways of doing this. And this is important now. Didn't matter then. But it's important now. Uh, they were looking at two ways of building it. They were looking at what they'd said, a sea level route, where they would just dig through and it would be at sea level of the Atlantic Pacific. Or they would build it with locks and dams. And what that is, it allows you to, it allows you to raise and lower and get over uh, increases in altitude without problems by filling and leveling and moving the ship as it went up each way to get through. The main thing about Panama is you had a major, you had the continental divide through the middle of the isthmus, meaning you had to deal with that. And they weren't sure of level rises and falls between the two oceans. So the lock and dam system, much like what you might find on the Mississippi River, was instituted. And that's what works. Here's why that matters. The Panama Canal, whose daily water use is triple that of New York City, relies on rainfall. Here's something you didn't know. More than 50 million gallons of water are lost to the sea Every time a ship moves through the locks, 50 million gallons. And I'm going to, you're wondering how many ships go through there? Um, 37 ships, I believe, go through there on any given day. 37. 37. Multiply that times 50 million gallons. Right now, the largest lake in Panama is part of the canal. It's fed by one major river. With climate change, guess what? Things are drying out. So what does that mean in dollars and cents? It means that in order for the larger vessels not to run aground, they've actually, in order to go through the locks, had to lighten or take containers off the ship in order to lighten the load so it didn't run aground in one of the locks and get stuck. The problem is that Panama is one of the world's wettest countries, but in the first five months of this year, accumulated rainfall in the area around the canal was 47% below historical average. And that's over its entire history, which is over 100 years. What they're talking about doing now in order to keep the canal going is to divert water from four more rivers. Here's my problem with that. I don't know what those rivers are doing now for drinking water, cleaning away waste, sewerage, used in factories, used to generate electricity. I don't know. Guaranteed that they probably are. And any time you mess with nature, there is an unintended consequence as a result. The other consequence is that right now, all this ship travel through the Panama Canal generates for the Republic of Panama $3 billion a year in tolls. And right now, while the worldwide shipping companies said they will not avoid the canal yet, if it gets much drier this month to the point where they're taking upwards of 20% of the containers off the ships and putting them on the Panama Railroad to get across. And by the way, 
volume on the railroad is up 20% because that's what they're doing. They're taking them off the ship, running them across the railroad and putting them back on later, which is more labor, time, delay, and expense. And guess what? Mr. and Mrs. Consumer, that ends up hitting your pocket on top of everything else. So just when you thought supply chain things were on the mend, and for the most part they are, climate change threw us another curveball in the Panama Canal. Something that you never think about because it's never been a problem till now. Question is, will the diverting of this water be an issue? Can it resolve the problem short term? Will the rain come back or will this be a longer trend just like what's happening in the western United States right now? Like we've been talking about the Colorado River, which you thought was the only problem we've been having. Uh-uh. Panama. This is the Tech Mobility Show. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. Welcome to AONmeetings.com your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to aonmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's aonmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial.